We all have our own path to walk. It may be obstructed, it may be winding, and no doubt it will have peaks and valleys, but it is ours alone. Like onlookers at a marathon, friends and family can offer encouragement along the way, but ultimately we decide the trajectory that we take. In this series, Juliet Doris Williams offers a clear view from her path that may inform your decisions as you move toward finding your faith. One part spirituality, one part real world practicality, and a serious splash of fun. Here's Juliet. Hi, I'm Juliet, and welcome to Finding Faith. I'm the author of two books, Leaving Church, Finding Faith, Six Steps for Discovering Your Purpose in the World After Leaving the Christian Church, and Notes to My 25-Year-Old Self, A Spiritual Journey. You can find both books and how to contact me on my website at julietdoriswilliams.com. And I am here in this space chatting with you about the books and other things that may bubble up when we're talking about faith and life and how those two things intersect. Because if you are at all like me, they always, always intersect. Hello there, Finding Faith friends. It's been a few weeks since my last episode. Sometimes taking a little space to take stock, to take inventory of where you are and what you are doing, and most importantly, why, why you are doing it, is a necessary journey that I take occasionally, especially when life is feeling flat and uninspiring. Now, these could be symptoms of depression, or for me, it was a symptom of wash, rinse, repeat, meaning I've said this, done this, written this, podcasted this a dozen times, and frankly, yeah, I'm not sure I'm interested in doing that anymore. So for me, when I get into that particular headspace and there is no clear next step to take, that is a sign to be still, be silent, take stock, take inventory and say, hey, self, what up? So for the last few weeks, I've been doing what I have been calling a what up self inventory. Been thinking not only about this podcast, but about the day job, about activities I'm involved, I'm involved in about the people that I engage with, and mostly mostly about the energies that I allow into my space. I've really been evaluating the things that I do on the regular. Do these things make me happy? Do they give me joy? Do they give my life meaning? Do they feed into my innate curiosity? Are they food for my journey? And what is my journey now? Am I doing this thing, whatever this thing is? Am I doing it for me or am I doing it for someone else? Is this thing or that thing that I am doing in alignment with my purpose on the planet? Lately, I've been hearing about others who have been on this what up self inventory. People have left jobs, some People are thinking about changing careers. Some have decided to return to school. Some are doing like me, simply taking stock, taking inventory. Nothing like a global pandemic 
economic and political upheaval to rock our world, get us thinking about what we are doing here. What is the point of our lives? For me, I was living in a cloud of malaise, unfocused, unmotivated, uninspired. I started the outline for many a podcast episode these past few weeks, only to just basically run out of steam with the follow through on the thing I wanted to talk about. So yeah, in some fashion or another, I've said this, written this, done this, podcasted this in more ways than one, 10 ways to Sunday, as they say. People were feeding me prompts. Hey, can you do an episode on this or that? And I say, sure, I can talk about that. I have things to say about that. But when it came down to committing to an outline, I had very few new words to say about any of it. I mean, really, y'all, I would, I mean, how many different ways can I say that God loves us? just as we are. And Jesus Jesus has given us the roadmap for how we love each other. 27 episodes later, yeah, I don't know if I have any new words to say about that. Or so I thought. My what up self inventory continued for a pace until I finally maybe asked myself the right question. What is my intention? What is my intention with the work that I do? What is my intention with the books that I write? What is my intention with the people I serve? What is my intention with this podcast? One question, actually more of a comment from a trusted friend, a friend whose opinion I trust implicitly was that they wish the podcast wasn't just about faith. It was their opinion that there were so many other things that I could talk about that they would like to hear me talk about that are not specifically faith-related, to which I said, what? Everything is faith-related. Haven't you been paying attention? Yeah, of course, we both laughed about that. And it is true. I say it at the top of every episode. This is the place where faith and life intersects. It's kind of my jam. Can't help it don't want to. It, everything comes down to faith. My faith in God, my love of Jesus, my constant journey of loving and serving the people God loves as my way to serve her. But that also got me thinking, faith is not a singular thing. When people say faith, they think church. If I've articulated it correctly in this space, That is not what it means at all, at least not to me. To me, it relates to all things spiritual. And because I am a hashtag churchy girl, hashtag Bible girl, hashtag Jesus girl, many of those things I talk about here come from that orientation. They come from that place where I found my heart home, which is basically in the loving arms of my heavenly parent whose gentle guidance I rely on, whose inspiration I look and listen for. So if I'm not feeling that inspiration, that motivation to take the next step, then it's time to sit my spiritual self down, be quiet, stop seeking, and wait. When you do that, when you intentionally put on your 
spiritual listening ears, when you, when you turn your attention to the universe, trust when I say the revelation will come. And no, I'm not talking about John's apocalyptic revelation. I'm talking more about a once I was blind, but now I see kind of revelation, a revelation that shows you what's been in front of your eyes this whole time. So what's been in front of my eyes this whole time? Well, if you've read my book, for which this podcast gets its name, you would have read the part where I discuss my mission statement. What? Doesn't everyone have a mission statement? No? Okay. You should work on that. My mission statement had a starring role in my book. It also has pride of place in my home office on my bulletin board, just as a reminder for what I say that I'm about. Just a reminder of my intention in the world. It has been a home base for me. It's the place that I always come back to when life gets a little foggy. It brings me back to center when I wander off the road of my life's intention, my purpose for being on the planet. So I should probably say about now that if you want to know my mission statement, go buy the book because that's what good marketing is. But no, of course, I want you to go buy the book, but I also want you to tune into this podcast. And just because you did, I will share it now. My mission is to amplify, illuminate, and embrace the sacred journey toward truth and wholeness in myself and others. So what does that mean? That means that what is true for me, whether I'm speaking, writing, serving, doing, podcasting, I am on a journey seeking truth and not just truth, but seeking wholeness, harmony. And that, I call that journey sacred. Sacred because it always, always leads me to that which is holy, that which is sacred, that which is true, that which is my highest truth. Ultimately, at the end of the day, I am a truth seeker, not just any truth, but the universal truth that brings wholeness and harmony to my life. And when I find that truth, I want to light it up for all to see and hear because that truth, that universal truth from whichever source it comes is only known by one simple outcome, which is to make us more humane, more loving toward each other, more holy, more sacred when we can see ourselves as perfect, holy beings. Maybe, just maybe we can see that in every other person we encounter. And maybe together we can embrace our mutual sacred journeys. So when I look back over my sacred journey, it has been one as a seeker of what feels true. That ultimately led me to understand that what is true for me is to create space where harmony can live. Harmony has many definitions, but the one that resonates with me is balance, coherence, symmetry. Harmony for me is where life makes sense. 
where all the parts fit together, where all the players are singing from the same hymn book. It is no wonder that I found my heart place in a church that taught me about a loving God who gifts us with grace, whose only requirement is that we love others as we are loved. This is not just a Christian story, by the way. This same concept can be found in most of the world religions. The golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you, is universal across many religions. No accident that. There are no accidents. There are no coincidences. All of us are right where we are supposed to be. How are we showing up in our lives? What is our intention for being on the planet? This podcast on finding faith is how I am taking up space. I am sharing how faith is not contained within the four walls of a building. I'm also sharing that finding faith is more than about being on a spiritual quest. Finding faith is about getting to the real, the real of who we are on this journey called life. That journey may take you into a church, a particular religion. It may also take you to a life of service to humanity in some form or fashion. It also may lead you to finding faith in yourself to accomplish some great or small thing in service to your purpose. I left church behind because it was no longer serving my life purpose. I know that now. Did I know that then? Nope. That was my journey. And that journey resonates with others who have taken similar journeys. I I just gave voice to that particular way of being in the world. We all have our place. We all have our work. We all have our purpose. If you don't know what that is, I suggest you get about the business of discovering it. There's a wonderful meme out there about what the world needs. It seems to have a few variations, but this is my favorite version. Um, I'm quoting uh, David Orr, uh, someone I do not know. But this is his, this is his uh, variation of this meme. The plain fact is that the planet does not need more successful people, but it does desperately need more peacemakers, healers, restorers, storytellers, and lovers of every kind. It needs more people who live well in their places. It needs people of moral courage willing to join the fight to make the world habitable and humane. And these qualities have little to do with success as we have defined it. I love that quote. We all have a role to play. My role, my intention, is to illuminate the sacredness of all our lives Why do I call our lives sacred? Because the one I serve, the great I am, told me so, and I believe her. And who am I to argue? So what does that mean for this podcast space? Not much, really. Just that we've spent a lot of time talking about faith from a spiritual perspective. We may broaden that to talk about it from other perspectives, inner and outer, religious and not. Because for me, it's really just about life our wonderful, marvelous, scary, maddening, at times breathtakingly painful and beautiful 
sacred lives. That's all for now. Thanks for listening. Until next time, this is Finding Faith.